This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Thank you for choosing the Dine Local ST podcast. Visit DineLocalST.com for the latest in restaurant offerings. Here's your host, Nick Shenton. Hi, everybody. It's time for another episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast. I'm your host, Nick Shenton, and we got an action-filled show with you today. James, Chef James Montahano is here uh, talking about his brand-new pre- project called The Huntress. Uh, super excited about that. we got a farmer's market report. Joe and Joe are in the studio with me today. Uh, super excited to have both these guys back with me. Uh, Joe Herman, what's going on in the farmer's market? Hey, Nick. Uh, we're come, we're, it's getting hotter out. Yeah, so summer's feels like, heat. Feels like summer. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Yeah. So, which is good. It's great for all the stone fruit, finally. Mm-hmm. All the peaches are getting better. We're, see- we're seeing a noticeable difference. Uh, we also have round two of cherries. So, that was, this cherry season was kind of cut short, at least from some of the farmers, because a lot of the heavy rain, right, and heavy moisture, and that really affected the crop. Uh, lots of water damage, wilting, wrinkling, molds growing on them and stuff. Right, but wind. Then- Wind and then, but because you know we're so microclimated here in Southern California, you're saying that another farm, and this one's Andy's Orchards, right? And that's yes. uh, so that they their cherry crop is kind of unaffected by that weather, and they're starting to see a little bit of stuff at the market. That's what's going on. Uh, correct. Yeah, they're coming back. They have three types of cherries this week. They have a uh, Bing, mm-hmm. uh, Black Tartarian, and a Rainier. Awesome. And they're just going to have these for a couple weeks. They're going to move into some Black Republicans next week, and then they'll go more into their stone fruit. Cool. Their other stone fruit, I should say. So is, does that farm specialize in stone fruit? or? Yes. They, uh, they specialize, specialize in like high-end, premium, perfectly picked, ready-to-go stone fruit. All right. So we should have some... Just new- a level above anyone else's. And I hate to say that. <laughs> no, yeah. It just... It is. It takes... It's, Texture, taste, flavor, you know, sugars, acids, it's, it's all there. Well, thanks for being honest with us, Joe. Yeah. We appreciate that. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from uh, any of the other farmers because it, it, it's not easy, but, but that, these guys but specialize in it. They're doing yeah. a great job. So we're excited to get some, another shot of cherries in here and looking forward to the rest of their stem fruit. Cool. What else, Joe? What else? We're seeing uh, more summer items. Uh, the peppers are still trickling in. Uh, we're going to see corn this week from Black Sheep Produce. Uh, all the berries... Alala berries, boysenberries, mulberries, Murray berries. From that's a, a specific ber- berry from Murray Family Farms. That thing uh, looks like a like a ruby red raspberry, right? Right, and it's made up of a uh, Japanese wine berry. And do you know the other berry, Joe? I was I was gonna say I, the wine the wine berry. The <laughs> Japanese wine berry. Wine berry? Well, yeah. I can just check out the specially produced app. The app, and, absolutely. It's yeah, kind of got like a little like rhubarb type of flavor to it. Yeah, they're super interesting. And we've been saying it for a couple of weeks now, guys. That last update of the Specialty Produce app has really made that thing so fluid. Uh, it's awesome to check out any information it's that not you're even looking in the for. App. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have Murray Berries in there, but something to add. We'll get them in, get a picture. Yeah. Awesome. I feel like it's in there. It's got to be in there. <laughs> well, while you're checking on that, Joe, let's uh, switch over to uh, Joe Buckschness. And uh, Joe little bit of a hiatus out here, but you've been yeah. back on the truck in the back. last couple of days. Absolutely. And uh, what, what's been going on under the truck? What are you um, buying? Yeah. So what Joe's saying, stone fruit. Yeah. It's the big hitter. And, you know, when they're ripe, they're ripe. Mm-hmm. You, you 
you know right off the bat as soon as you take that first little bite, the acid, the sugar, the skin, the texture. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about Michelle Coulon, she's up in proper La Jolla. It's a nice little hidden pocket, little hidden gem. Um, she uses all fresh fruit. And, you know, she – And so real quick, what, Michelle Coulon, who is that and what did she do? So she's a baker and mm-hmm. many other things, a mom, you know, a daughter. <laughs> um, her dad is Don Coulon, a very popular, you know, um, kind of – chef in Southern California, you know, using kind of his Belgian roots and bringing it over to the West coast. Um, but she does cakes and, you know, everything under the sun. Um, Mm -hmm. but what I'm talking about today is going to be the stone fruit and, you know, it's wedding season, summer. Mm -hmm. So she's grinding up there. And a thing that I had the pleasure to eat was an angel food cake layer with the farmer's market, fresh peaches. I believe they're from Rieger or Scott during that week with whipped cream and a thin layer of cheesecake on the bottom with a Belgian white chocolate buttercream studded with French macaroons that she hand pipes herself. She doesn't have a machine. Um, that sounds crazy over the top. Cheesecake, angel food cake, macaroons. Fresh peaches. And fresh farmer's market. Yeah, and it seems like a lot. But when you taste some of her her, her food, um, everything just sings. You know? yeah. She does a really wonderful job highlighting well, it just seems the like ingredients. Some couple incredible textures just laying there, like the thick denseness of the cheesecake. Right at the bottom. Light yes, airiness of the angel food cake. Tenderness of the stone fruit. That's wow. Absolutely. What a combination. And buttercream? And buttercream with the macaroons on top. That's all handmade. Um, if you're in La Jolla, you must stop by. Her coffees are phenomenal. Tartlets, Where is it at in La Jolla? Pro- so it's right by the lot, La Jolla, if you're familiar. Mm-hmm. Kind of um, right off um, Torrey Pines Road. Yeah. It's not really in proper. It's right on the cusp. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, you must you must stop by Go if you're up out. in that area. Awesome. Delicious stuff. Well, what a recommendation, Joe. Thank yes. you so much. Thank Appreciate you. that. Thank you. All right, Joe Herman, you got anything else for us real quick or no? Yeah, Murray Berry. The Murray Hi- Berry. Hybrid, hybrid of a Japanese wine berry <laughs> and a Aust- Australian raspberry. Australian raspberry and a Japanese wine berry makes the Murray Berry. Right. Come get them next week, guys. All right, well, that's going to do it for the Farmer's Market Report. Stay tuned. we got Chef James Montahano in the studio. We're excited to have him. All right, everybody, we're back with uh, Chef James Montahano of the upcoming restaurant, The Huntress. And this is another one that you guys got to mark your calendars for. We're talking uh, a little bit into August here. We're going to get this brand new restaurant from the RMD Group. Um, and uh, James Montahano is here, a, le- a local legendary San Diego chef. I've had the pleasure of knowing uh, Chef James here for over 10 years now, uh, involved with him way back in the day in some of the chef showdowns uh, for the Center of Community Solutions, a great cause. Um, but, Chef, welcome back, and I'm so excited to get your food back in downtown. Thank you. It's, a, it's an honor to be back here, and we're looking forward to making a huge impact downtown. Uh, San Diego's turning into a, a steakhouse town. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously the benchmark was set. I want to send a shout out to Addison for receiving that Michelin star, you know. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. They really opened the door for everybody. And uh, it's just going to make everyone push harder to become a better culinary destination. Yeah. So I want to know all about the Huntress because I've heard a lot of rumors coming around and I want to know exactly what you guys are going to do there. Where's the location at? We're downtown, right? Yes. We'll be at 376 uh, 5th and J downtown. Uh Caddy corner from the Pendry Hotel. It's going to be a four-story property. Uh, two-level steakhouse, one-level event center, and then we're doing a Lumi Rooftop Sushi by a Michelin star chef, Akira Back. Wow. That sounds like an incredible experience. It's all wrapped up in one. You can get your steak, get your sushi, and then a great place to have parties and private events. Yeah, you can start your night 
downstairs and work your way up or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Also, we're going to have an event center, which is called the Grand Pacific Room. That's the name of that building. It's a historic building, the Grand Pacific. So it's been around a long time. So that's kind of what's taken us a little longer to get the build out because of we have to keep the structure the way it was. And then, you know, it's an empty shell, but we're hitting towards the home stretch now. Well, cool. Let's talk about the Huntress real quick. What are you going to do with the menu there? What kind of steaks are we bringing in? What, what are we going to do for sides? What's going on with it? Well, we're really, uh, we're really looking at the beef. So we're trying to get the best quality beef possible. Mm-hmm. We're working with a lot of local small producing farms. You won't see much, any com- commodity beef on our menus. So wow. the number one farmer we're working with is Nyman Ranch. So Nyman Ranch, uh, I don't know if you know anything about them, but they're a never-ever program. Sure. No antibiotics, no... Humane, humanely raised animal, organic. And they have, they have a set parameter. They have 300 farms around the, the Midwest and North Mid- Midwest to... Uh, to we where we shop all our beef, and if it doesn't fit that standard, then it's not go, it's not Nyman Ranch. So we'll be using Nyman Ranch for our dry aging. We'll be using Brant Beef Santa Cariota, which is out of Bakersfield, mm-hmm. which is a grass fed beef, and they finish with carrots on the 90, last ninety days. Really, they finish with carrots. So that now, can has, you taste that? In do you get like the sweetness from the you carrots? Get a ton of the sweetness, and there's a little bit orange in the fat. You can see it's a little bit different, but wow. for a grass fed meat, it cooks well. It's Great tasting beef. Yeah. So uh, we have something for everybody. Also, we're using Revere Farms, which is another sustainable uh, beef company out of Minnesota. And uh, that ranch particularly is very sustainable. They uh, they have these uh, solar trees out on the farm for, mm-hmm. the, for the cattle. They're all black Angus, so they're black. So to get them cooled off, they, so they're under these solar trees. They get cool. Uh they're fed a byproduct of sugar beets. They raise a lot. Of, or they grow a lot of sugar beets in Minnesota. So it's mm-hmm. a byproduct of sugar. So the feed is very consistent. Wow. So that's very. That's key. gonna. You know, I, I often think it's really cool when you talk about what an ant, what your source of protein then eats. You know, I think a lot of the most famous meats in the world, from like Iberico ham to you know, like Orderland bird or whatever. You know, that finishing of what they're actually fed before you know they meet their final end uh really flavors the meat and that's so cool what you're talking about like i've never heard of a a program finishing with carrots and then you know you're get, talking about this other beef that's raised on beets you know we got these two sugary um food sources right at the right at the end before butchery that's really gotta enhance the flavor of the meat well i got the opportunity to meet the ownership and the gentleman owns revere farms is is has a real clear vision what he does and how he treats the animals and it's consistency of the feed. So you're going to get a consistent piece of steak from Revere every time Wow! because of the feed. And the other company we're using is a uh, Mishima American Wagyu Mishima reserve. And, mm-hmm. uh, they're a, they're a break off from snake river farms. Uh, and we got to go out and, and see the beef and how they're raised and the, uh, and see the feed. So they have a guy on the farm who just, all he does is create the feed and, and the way he creates it, the, the, the balance of corn and, and, and the grass, the hay combination and different feed levels for different ages of beef. So when, when it's a calf, it's getting a, a different feed when it becomes more of a teenager, so to speak, a little older than a different feed from a full grown animal. Mm-hmm. So they gradually change the feed when, as, as, as the, be- as the cow gets older. And I think that makes a big deal and it, and it enhances the flavor of the beef. That's super cool. Well, it sounds like you completely got the meat end of it, the, the protein, your center of the plate completely researched. Now, is the concept going to be more uh, composed entrees? Or are we going more family style steakhouse or what, how is that kind of going to work itself out? Well, I'll give you the skinny from top to bottom. So we're going to be a contemporary steakhouse with a modern twist. 
really fun atmosphere. Mm-hmm. We'll have a DJ element, so there'll be a lot of music in there. You know, it's going to be super fun to hang out. Great happy hour, and the menu is going to be classic steakhouse. So you'll have some really cool sides. They can enhance with a steak. We're offering a couple different things, a couple trios on the plate, uh, and then we're going to have. A lot of my signature dishes that I've done over the years, Chef James's touch on on composed dishes. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So really something for everybody there. And we have something really special that I can't tell you yet, but once the restaurant opens, it's going to be a really cool factor that coming in to have. I can't get, tell the secret yet. Yeah, yeah. The secret's still under wraps. But So super cool opening coming up in August. Um, Huntress, make your reservations now? No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. But one thing I want to mention, I have a great, great bunch of chefs, up and coming uh, young individuals that are young guns, I call them cowboys, or one day they're going to ride off on the sunset on me. Sure. But got a great crew that's that's inspired, fired up, and, you know, we're going to we're gonna make an impact. To that. And, uh, you know, San Diego is becoming a destination. You know, we got Convention Center right on our backside, mm-hmm. but, you know, truly San Diego just turned into a steakhouse town, and uh, we're just gonna, we're just going to be another new kid on the block, but we're going to bring it. Yeah, it sounds like you got a lot of unique features there. It sounds like it's going to be hip and uh, really a fun event place to have. And then the, the rooftop sushi, Lumi Rooftop Sushi by Kira Back, Michelin star chef, uh, has created a great menu for us, and it's going to be very unique. It's going to be the only rooftop sushi in San Diego. Wow! So a lot of a lot of different factors. We're going to have a great wine list, uh, great sake list, and you know. We've hired an awesome mixologist, so we're hitting all the bases. Yeah, it sounds like you. I really like how excited you are about your staff. I think that's really cool that when you, when you start hiring these guys and, and gals and bring them in, and, and you you really you know get to tap into their energy too, and and uh, you know it's awesome. I'm really well. Excited. It takes a village because you have to surround yourself, as you know, chef, around great people because everyone's got to make it happen. You know, and, yeah, totally. You know, it's it's. I'm there to orchestrate it, and mm-hmm. we got to have a you know a symphony. And it's got to be in synchronicity. Well, I know you guys are going to rock it out. Uh, stay tuned for the Huntress guys. Uh, that thanks James for shopping, Chef. Really all appreciate right. you stopping by today and telling us all about your new concept. And uh, that's going to do it for us on this episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast. See you next week. Bon appetit. <laughs> Thank you.